Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Hooray! Hi. Hi. Megan. Amber. You're here too. I am here too, just as you are here. I'm acknowledging your presence without welcoming you. I I very much noticed. Intentionally. Yes. Because I'm a cheeky bugger. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mercury has decided to now meow because... Don't worry, there's another motorcycle behind me, so it's all good. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. Um, You have a cat, I have a loud, angry city. Yeah. Um, All right, what do we do? We talk about a movie on this podcast, don't we, Amber? Yes, much like everybody else who has a podcast, we talk Mm -hmm. about a movie. Yeah. But we do it better. Well, I mean, yes, but also... I don't, I mean, part of me doesn't really care so long as we enjoy ourselves doing it. What'd you do? I'm glad one of us is having fun. Because both of us are having fun. (laughs) Okay. Maths. Uh, It's not, nope, that's not even a thing. All right. Biochemistry? Yes. Palmistry. That's not even a thing. What is palmistry? You know, you like your lifeline and your love line and... You know, he's reading palm reading, palmistry. I didn't make that up. I believe you. See, when you say it like that... Amber, we just finished watching a movie. Yeah, we did. It's called Charlie's Angels. Um, This is the 2000 version, and uh, it's got the one with Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, and Lucy Liu. And Lucy Bill Liu! Murray. Yep. Oh, and Bill Murray. Bill Murray! Yep. And yep. Tim Curry. Tim Curry! Yeah, there's a lot of fun people here. Sam Rockwell, Kelly Lynch, Crispin Galt Glover. LL Cool J shows up in the very beginning. Yeah, and he has to oh. pretend he's wearing an LL Cool J suit. Yes, exactly right. Um, yeah, so the plot of this movie is kind of like standard detective-y plot thing with a lot of, you know... Is there a mystery? There's a bit of a mystery. Do they solve it? They do. Are there possible twists and or turns? Mm-hmm, there are. Are they are they nonplussed at times? They're I don't think they're ever plussed. <laughs> Which wait, what does plussed look like? Uh someone's nonplussed, they're like nonchalant. They're like chill. Right? Is that what that means? Yeah, nonplussed. Oh man, I thought it meant like you're confused, you know? Like you don't you don't know what's going on. Like, oh, I am nonplussed by this situation. I am I am caught off guard. I am disarmed. I am wow. I would say I've been using that word wrong for a while, but I don't think I use that word at all. So I, I don't really think I have anything to be embarrassed about, other than the fact that the first time I decided to use it wrong no, was I think when I'm, I was recording it. I think I'm completely wrong. Nonplussed. Of a person. Surprised and confused so much that they are unsure how to react. Oh, cool. You're wrong. I'm right. You're right. I'm wrong. I know. It's it's really tempting to keep saying I'm wrong because it's it's the usual circumstance. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep, yeah. But I'm just going to take a victory lap right now. I'm a motherfucking greatest. I have all the words. I do good words. You do good words, Amber. I do good words, but now I kind of want nonplussed to mean chill. Like, I'm fucking nonplussed right now with my victory. 
<laughs> are you? Or no. are you shoving it in my face? I am shoving it in your face. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to just motorboat you with this. What does that mean? Amber. <laughs> By the way you're looking at me, I think I don't know what that means. When you motorboat a lady, you put your face in between her bosoms and shake your head. <laughs> or maybe go, maybe make a noise. funnier. What I thought I thought that meant, or the fact that you said bosoms. <laughs> mm-hmm. The bosoms. Mm-hmm. When you place your face thusly between her bosoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make a motorboat noise. Yeah. Where were we? I think we're going to have to start over because I think we really <laughs> most of this is going on the cutting room floor, Amber. None of this is going on the cutting room floor. This is comedy gold. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of folks have a general idea of what Charlie's Angels is. It was a TV show in the 70s. It came back in the 2000s. There was a sequel to this one. There's actually a new Charlie's Angels coming out apparently this November. Um, the whole idea is that there are three women who work for a um, millionaire named Charlie who sponsors them being like private investigators. Um, they seem to have some like martial arts sometimes law training depending on kind of the version you're talking about um and all the contact through charlie goes they never meet charlie essentially he's a reclusive millionaire he is he is and um there's also an assistant uh bosley who is played by bill murray this time and he kind of is the sometimes go between he actually he actually knows charlie's number yes he's the only means of accessing charlie Mm mm-hmm and of course, the the women that Charlie employs are impossibly beautiful, as well as very accomplished in the martial arts, law enforcement, and just being geniuses in general. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So Sam Rockwell, who plays Eric Knox, hires um, Charlie's Angels in order to get back some um, like computer equipment that he designed computer programs he designed <laughs> what? he stole his mouse pad <laughs> and his trackball his Listen, wireless this is, keyboard yeah this is 2000s it's it's good stuff amber well the, the initial mystery they solve is actually his kidnapping oh yeah that's right i forgot about that his business partner vivian hires mm-hmm. hires charlie's angels to find Knox. That's right. And then they they, find Knox. They find him kind of incredibly easy by chasing Crispin Glover. Yeah, the creepy thin man who's always confused me with that. He's not that thin. He's normal. Yeah. He's He's normal. He's super creepy in this movie. He's super extra creepy, but in terms of body type, he's Mm -hmm. normal. Why are you calling him thin man? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. Either. It's, it, 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 is, it has bothered me. It's I don't know bo- why, yeah, but it's you always were, bothered me. You talked about this a lot during the movie. You wouldn't Not shut a lot. up about I this. Didn't, I shut Just up about this fucking. quite a bit. I said it maybe twice. Maybe twice. Oh, yeah. I think like three or four. T- oh, my God. All right, fine. Watching Whatever. this movie with Move Amber. Move on with this plot. So they find uh, Sam Rockwell. Then they want to get back his software that he's developed which is voice recognition is that correct yes voice recognition software yeah yeah um essentially they go into tim curry's um 
company who they think has stolen the um, computer program. And, uh, of course, there's all kind of heisty things going on, which we'll get to later. And um, they put a device in Tim Curry's um, big computer to find out if there is stolen material in there. But we find out that Sam Rockwell wants to... Wait, now I'm confused, Ember. Is the whole the whole point is to get at Charlie, right? Yes. The, but the ultimate point is to that's the whole thing, kill right? the Charlie's Angels boss. So they yes. want to get at the satellite to yeah. kill the oh, they Christ, need They need Tim Curry's <laughs> okay. global positioning satellites. Oh my god. To use Sam Rockwell's voice recognition to find where Charlie is when he calls into Bosley. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing, I was kind of thinking they were trying to steal back. Or they were trying to steal ideas or software from Tim Curry, but no, they are just ulti- like their whole thing is getting to Charlie. Mm-hmm. They want to figure out where Charlie is, and Sam Rockwell thinks that Charlie killed his dad, so his whole life has been about getting revenge on Charlie. So lots of stuff happens. They uh, end up kidnapping um, Bosley because he's the only one who knows Charlie's number, and um. Yeah, they track Charlie, and then they try to missile him with a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the angels stop him. Angels stop him. The end. The end. Well done. Thank you very much. Amber, let's come on over here to the critics' corner. I don't know if I want to. Fine. Are you being plussed, Amber? I'm being plussed. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, my tomato meter was at 68% and the audience score was at 45%. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right? Metacritic, you got 52 on critics, 87 on audience. Oh, that's super interesting. That's very different. It is. These are often Hmm. very kind of within 5 to 10 points of each other, but this is very off. Very off indeed. At least by audience score. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's kind of... just barely a bad movie. We just have the one Metacritic going to 50. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Charlie's Angels. It's it's really, really um, attractive women kicking ass. Yep. You know. Using ropes. Using All of ropes them can fly. And, and kicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ropes and kicks. There's at least four four kicks that start i don't know 20 feet back from the person they're trying to kick where they like walk in midair for several steps before they actually put out a foot to to kick the person they're trying to kick yeah you gotta gain aerial speed Mm -hmm. so that you can really make that impact count yep exactly because the bad guys can also fly they can that's true less so than charlie's angels but yes they can yeah so it's, it's, it's very kind of campy, funny kung fu style rope yes. work and, and choreographics. Yep. Yeah. I mean, most of the critics who didn't like it, or actually the also the audiences that didn't like it, thinks that it's hollow or dumb or campy. It's like, yeah, but that was kind of the point of it. That is precisely what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It never, it never promised to be anything else, I don't think. No. I don't think so, no. Yeah. It was it was shiny and it was splashy and it was fun, but yeah, it's it's not. Woo! This is this is not the long kiss goodnight. We are not creating no female action silliness. This is yay, funny, campy. Yep, 
Although it is it is fun to watch them, you know, kick some butt. Um, apparently, both of the or all three of these act, actors um, spent months, you know, training in different styles of martial arts. Yes, to suit their their individual fighting styles, mm-hmm. just in in general physicality. Yeah, so yeah. they're they're doing a lot of their stunts. Yes, um, which is cool. yes, and even with the silly rope work. The mm-hmm. things that they're doing while suspended in the air by halters is still really physically difficult. It is hard. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, uh, no. They went they went they they wanted it to look as much like they were doing all of their work, like stunt work and fight work as possible. Mhm. There was one point where um Cameron Diaz did that thing where you're on the ground and then you pop up like you put your like you get your legs underneath you and you kind of just pop up that it was like, oh, no, that was Kim and Diaz doing that. Like, Oh, she straight up did that. She did that cool move. It was yes. awesome. Every time she beat somebody up, I felt bad for that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so that being said, critics are right. Yeah, the critics aren't wrong about this. Yeah, they're um, not wrong about it, but I'm but, mad at it and I like it and it's yeah. fun. And you know, you, you know, it's called Charlie's Angels. You should know what you're getting into. Like, don't, yes. ex- don't expect more from it than it promises. Mm-mm. Yeah. And you won't be sad. Yeah. So, Amber, uh, let's talk about some of your favorite scenes in this movie. I like I like that one time when the yes. lady mm-hmm. punches the guy and then yeah. kicks him. And that then kicks him repeatedly. It's a good part of this movie, Amber. Yeah, I like that. Good. Thank you. Good. I really like the way you really fleshed out that story, Amber. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So let's first hit a few problematic things in this movie, Amber. Um, oh, you, you talking about the brown face? Oh, my goodness. It was so unnecessary and so, like, it's one of those things you see and you're like, <gasps> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, and why? And why? I don't... I, don't, I guess, I guess that now I'm, I'm, I'm arguing for it to, to have a reason to want to do what it did, which I don't really want it to have. No. But at the same time, I do kind of want it to have something to argue at me with. Right. To explain why you would put Drew Barrymore in brownface for 30 seconds. for no, Because there was no reason. There the was other no two, reason. The other two actors were not in brownface, and they were in the same, like, belly dancing scene. Mm-hmm. And then in comes Drew Barrymore with a veil across her face that she removes to show, oop, I have put on brown face. Yeah, it's it's a three second thing, and it like you could cut out the whole belly dancing scene in the movie, which was at in total thirty seconds long, and it wouldn't have mattered even a little bit. It's it's uh, it's astoundingly stupid. I mean, but it is Charlie's Angels, and they have to do, like, skimpy undercover Disguises. clothing work. Yeah, I suppose. So why not sexy belly dancing? Sure. Okay, well, if you have to do that, but please don't. But then don't. why put one please of them in don't. brown face? Why? Don't. Why? Just don't one, ever do that. Don't. don't. ever, ever, never, ever do that. One, just don't. Yeah. Two, if you're going to, don't have it be obscenely frivolous. Yeah. Nah, I'm just mad at you, and I don't have like a reason to be mad at you specifically, other than you're just dumb. Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess either way, it's dumb. I don't. I don't even know what I'm arguing for. I don't know I, why. I don't know why either. I don't. I don't feel like I'd be less nonplussed. <laughs> mm, man, if they had had a reason for it, 
Yeah. But they it's, don't. It's not addressed. It's not. It's so in Tropic Thunder, RDJ does blackface for nearly nearly the entire movie. Yes, he does. Um, it's upsetting in a lot of ways, but they talk about it, and, and it's there's a reason to be. It is it's supposed, supposed to be. to be upsetting, it's, and it's. I'm not saying it is done well or addressed well. That is that is above my pay grade. Yeah. But it is a conversation that is taking place inside the movie that mm-hmm. is based on a meta conversation about is there ever a good mm-hmm. reason to yeah. do blackface? Is there ever a good way to do blackface? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. Yep. The answer and is like no. You, and that's kind of what they come to the conclusion to of in that movie. And it's a silly, like, Traffic Thunder is like a silly comedy movie. And it's really interesting that they decided to take on that huge topic like oh boy but at least they're taking it on and not just three seconds of brown face like oh gross i will never understand why white people are like so there's two things i can't do oh my god and i'm gonna push the boundaries on both of them because i'm a fucking white privileged person and i can say or do anything i want to do it's like telling a kid not to touch the stove, and then the only thing that kid wants to do is touch the stove. And why? Why would you bother putting anybody in brown face for a stupid fucking movie? Like, I think that's the thing. I think it's mm-hmm. the ca- that, that's that's the thing that's bothering me. It's not the lack of reason. It's how casually it was done. Yeah, it's so casually done that that means nobody even fucking thought about it. And if they did, they were silenced mm-hmm. <laughs> or just ignored. Yeah. Uh, racism yeah casual racism uh, yeah. there was yeah. also the scene where they you you winced a bit in the massage parlor scene too i did well there was okay because they all dressed up like geishas and then i'm turning japanese turned on as the musical cue and it's like wow <laughs> Just, why again why like ugh, yeah that was also yep yep it's, it starts gross. with lucy lou giving tim curry a massage with her feet which is hilarious and also which is funny the, which like, is funny it's funny and then she knocks him out using yeah. massage with her feet and it's yep. adorable so that they can um, go raid his locker obviously and look at his palm pilot because it's 2000 pilot. yes <laughs> Yep. But then after she knocks him out, in come Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore, dressed as pseudo geishas, and here comes turning Japanese. <laughs> it's, it's like, no. Yeah. it. You needed to, like, again, and that they were in that outfit for two seconds. That was just a shot of them waiting for Lucy Liu. And then they were out of those outfits, like, right away. It's like, really? You need to be in those outfits? Really? Yeah. It's... Need- yeah, you need to play do, that music. Do the fun really? outfit play, of course. Be ridiculous, of mm-hmm. course. But they're just, just no, just don't do that. Don't do that. And maybe just don't culturally appropriate anybody. Like I don't. Also, yeah. it's like like you need to be dressed as a pseudo geisha to be in a massage parlor. Like that's yeah, also just a weird. It's not even association. like we saw any other part of this spa. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're looking at like a Japanese themed location. Mm-hmm. We just see the room that Tim Curry's in and the locker room. There's yeah. no indication. Like, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. I, th- I think this is. Those are the. Those are the two things that we're mostly. I believe so. Mostly yeah. mad at. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of objectifying of women in this. Mm-hmm. There are no other 
people of color in this. Mm-hmm. You know, th- those are also the things. But those were, you know, casual brown face and cultural appropriation, uh, I think, were the, the, the big two. All right. So it's hard to put away such hard, like, really bad things that the movie would do. But let's talk about some scenes that we liked. How's about? How's about? I'm not going to lie. I really enjoy watching. I, I think I already said this. I enjoy watching Cameron Diaz beat dudes up. Yes. The The specific scene that I really, really enjoyed is the one where the guy comes at her and tries to choke her out with a chain in the bathroom mm-hmm. yep. at Soul Train. Yeah. And she just destroys him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. She really does. <laughs> He's and, hardly able to get out the answer to the question she's asking because she's choking him out that too hard. Yep, she's pinned him against the wall with her high-heeled boot in a sidekick, like just a, a held sidekick. Mm-hmm. So she's just grinding her heel into his throat and yep. demanding answers. Mm-hmm. And I this, love it. Yeah, it's this so is also us. the scene. We're getting a cut scene from Cameron Diaz to Lucy Liu to Drew Barrymore, and it's kind of all coming together. Twist that Sam Rockwell and uh, uh, Kelly Lynch are the bad guys. Yeah, they sent hit squads after each of the angels. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, now, you found out some interesting things about Crispin Glover's character, who again, plays this creepy thin man guy. He's like the guy who takes on all three angels and he he doesn't really win but he does get away from them um so he's he's kind of a badass fighter at least in that one scene um yes uh i i was skimming through the imdb trivia page mm -hmm. and learned that apparently crispin glover's character originally did have lines Mm -hmm. but they were stupid he didn't like them yes so he's like can i just make my character mute Mm-hmm. And Mick G and Barrymore decided that would be cool because it would add to like his mysteriousness, and I think it's a great choice. Yeah, he's he's so creepy. He's so creepy, and he also mm-hmm. he's the one who created the creepiest affectations, up to and including ripping out his opponent's hair, rubbing and sniffing it around his face, mm-hmm. and then screaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, <laughs> the the one thing Crispin Glover says in this movie is screams. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's a victory yell of "Yay! I got your hair! I got your hair! Now I'm rubbing it all upon my face." Mm, face hair. Oh, yeah, it is. It's super creepy. Uh, is Good it work? Is it wrong that I like this character and I'm glad he shows up in the second movie? Like I'm a little worried about myself <laughs> that I appreciate this. I'm like, well, he surely is off-putting. I am glad he's still alive. Yeah, I forgot he comes comes back in the next movie. Full throttle. Mostly I like the fight scenes. I also yeah. enjoy Cameron Diaz, or not Cameron Diaz. I enjoy when Brew, Drew Barrymore calls her shot. Beats yes. down that entire room of guys who mm-hmm. supposedly were yeah, that poised to gang rape her that and then murder her. was unpleasant as well. Was that, was that what he was offering when Sam Rockwell asked the boys if they liked angel cake? Yeah, that did seem to be what he was saying. Giving them, giving what? five guys um drew barrymore you know lashed to a chair chair. that seems really upsetting yep it's amusing it's it's amusing when she then beats the living shit out of them of course it is yeah she smashes her feet out of their bonds Mm -hmm. and then holds them off by holding her legs up in the air and is like ho 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 
Wait I just wanted to let you know mm-hmm. I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Um, and I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Like, I'm going to kick him. He's going to help me up and you're all going to mm-hmm. wind up face down. And then I'm going to moonwalk out of here. Everything was true except for the face down thing. All of them were face up, Megan yep. noted. Yeah. <laughs> and she did not moonwalk. It was some sort of like back pet, like she Adorable backwards trot. Yeah, it was, it was trying kind of to <laughs> moonwalk. Um, yeah. And even, you know, she's also using her lighter to like get out of her hand bonds, but then her lighter's not turning on. And so then she ends up saying, and uh, change of plan. I'm actually going to do all of this while my hands are tied. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm badass and mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. And it was yeah. fun to see. Um, they definitely had different styles of fighting. Drew Barrymore is definitely, like you said, like the brawler, like just get in there and punch him. And um, and yell in rage. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. When she punches somebody, he's like, ah! Mm-hmm. Yep. And Cameron <laughs> Diaz with her kind of dancing background, a lot more kind of kicky, long leg. Um, yep. Graceful, controlled range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there should have been more Lucy Liu in this movie. There should have been more Lucy Liu in this movie. There's a lot of focus on on Cameron Diaz and a lot of focus on Drew Barrymore and and all of the things outside of being together and dealing with the mystery mystery were about relationships. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is, I mean, to be expected. Mm-hmm. So Lucy Liu has an actor boyfriend who doesn't know what she does and believes she's a bikini waxer. Uh huh. And on call bikini waxer, mm-hmm. which is a turn on Amber. Mm, yeah, ripping pubes out of strangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does a cool thing when um they the bad guys come to assassinate her. She's in um it's Matt LeBlanc's um trailer and she jumps um instead of like hiding, you know, getting low to the ground, she actually gets very high. She kind of braces herself at the very top of the of the airstream, which avoids her getting shot. And then later the airstream collapses in on itself. Because they've shot out the middle so hard. Yeah, structurally unsound at that point. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then Cameron Diaz's downtime is spent wooing Luke Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's adorable. Yeah, it's cute. They do the she can't dance thing, so she dances awkwardly, but it's still adorable because she's, again, impossibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, of course, Drew, Mar- Drew Barrymore gets involved with Sam Rockwell, and then... Right after sleeping with her, Sam Rockwell divulges that, oh, he's the bad guy, by the way. Yeah, for a PG-13 campy silly movie, his bad guy is a bit much. Yeah, it is. It starts out um, a little bit funny because they've just slept together. Uh, they're they're um, confronted by Vivian, who um, is divulging that she's the bad guy. And Drew Barrymore, because um, they've been playing Scrabble, gets the word enemy on the board and then she points to it and says, enemy. It's like, why did you bother to spell it out then? You <laughs> love that. Were you, if you were going to say it. <laughs> if you are going to say it, why go to the effort? Yeah. Also, she can see what you're doing. She's yeah, standing also, like 10 not, feet from you. You're not, you're not that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, and then, he's, he, then he says, I know. And um, yeah, then he's just kind of really gross to her. Spits at her. Really gross. Yeah, he's spitting food at her and Uh throwing lit cigarettes at her. And she's standing there in a sheet Mm -hmm. that she's taken from the bed that they just had sex in. Mm -hmm. And then when she gets captured again, he's like 
still being kind of gross and like yeah. I liked having sex with you and your lips are luscious and then he paints lips on the duct tape that he puts over her mouth. Yeah. All of it's in a He's like a next level villain. He's yeah. he's he's more of a long kiss good night villain where mm-hmm. people are actually getting shot and you're seeing corpses and dead bodies and less of uh Charlie's Angels cars Can't flip be. around in in <laughs> in one of the scenes when they see Crispin Glover's character get into a Formula One racing car mm-hmm. while they're there monitoring Tim Curry. And so Drew Barrymore gets into their car mm-hmm. and chases him on the track. And Lucy Lou's like, he's not going to get away. It's a closed track. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yep. why are you chasing him? Yep. But then he drives off because of she is chasing him. And then they get into traffic and two cars flip and I'm like, well, those guys are dead and that guy's dead and that car is being driven by a ghost because there was no one in it. No one in that car. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just... It's just a, an empty station wagon sitting in the middle of the road. Uh-huh. Yep. As yep. though it was being driven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, you're not really seeing carnage and mayhem. Like you see explosions and crashes, but you're not, yeah. you're not really killing people necessarily. Right. And then you have Sam Rockwell's villain who's, like a little rapey and a yeah. little, little murdery and a little gross and a little yeah. woof. I mean, sinister, good. Sinister, love the dancing, love the transformation. All of that was very cool. I did appreciate that as soon as, so he's playing this kind of geeky, dorky guy at first with like oversized clothes and, and such. And then um, as soon as he's a bad guy, he's in like black turtleneck, leather jacket, smoking, like doing a little dance kind of thing. Um See, that I appreciate, but yeah, rapey does not belong in a campy movie. Yeah, he kicked it up. He kicked it up a little eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit much. Oof. Still enjoyed it, though. Sam Rockwell's great. Yeah. It's always fun when he gets to dance. Mm-hmm. Does he dance in other movies? He, I feel like I've seen a, several other movies where he'll have, like, a dance moment. He likes mm. to dance. Okay. I don't know. Neither. So, kind of the ending set piece is... um. Sam Rockwell and Vivian still think that the angels are dead um, and they've kidnapped Bosley and they are tracing Charlie's phone and then the angels show up at their like castle headquarters of some sort and uh, they find out the angels are alive. They um, There's all kinds of good fights that happen um, and it ends with Sam Rockwell getting into a helicopter and um, shooting a missile at the top of the castle it looks like he's going to kill not only the angels, but his, but Vivian, who is um, shown to be his partner, and Crispin Glover, um, who is at least their, you know, co-worker. Hireling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, and all those unconscious guys that Drew Barrymore knocked out. Oh, yeah, those are- They were definitely in the building when it blew up. Yeah, those folks are super dead, too. Yeah, he was real, real sinister at the end there. Yeah. But then don't worry, Bosley has gotten a Jeep. And few the uh, crossbow with the um, uh, steel cable survived the explosion. And Lucy Liu is able to um, shoot the helicopter and the angels are able to climb up the steel wire to get to Sam Rockwell as he's flying to Charlie's house. Because mm-hmm. he was able to effectively satellite. use the voice recognition software and the satellite to pinpoint his location. Don't worry about it, technology computers. Mm-hmm. Correct. So Lucy Liu 
immediately sits astride the remaining missile and starts reprogramming it. Yes, of course. Cameron Diaz seems to be having difficulty hanging on. Mm-hmm. And Drew Barrymore climbs into the cockpit and just starts wailing on Sam just Rockwell. punching the shit out of him. Yep. Which <laughs> must have been very cathartic for her. It's awesome. Yeah. She's just like screaming. He's bleeding. Mm-hmm. He's still really focused on his goal. Yeah. So he shoots the, the missile. But Lucy Liu has already reprogrammed it from yep. laser targeting to heat sinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she informs Cameron Diaz that it's going to be a round trip. And so mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz has to pull Drew Barrymore off of Sam Rockwell. Right. Like, she would not... Drew Barrymore would have, like, died in that helicopter still getting one more punch in on Sam Rockwell. His face needs to be punched more. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you, Drew. I don't. No. But he's about to get blowed up in the face. Mm-hmm. Let's let that happen. <laughs> it's so good. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so Charlie is saved. Um, they, of course, want to go meet him, but he's already departed. Presumably for their own safety. Mm-hmm. Reasons. Reasons. You can never know Charlie. Absentee yeah. father figures. Exactly. And the movie ends with them on the um, on a beach on a vacation. And then um, and Charlie's, you know, explaining the plot of the movie to them. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it ends with um, them having a water fight in the ocean with uh, uh, Bosley. So there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then there's bloops. Friends. Amber, there's bloops in this movie. There are bloops. There are floops and bloops during yeah. the credits, and it's mm-hmm. adorable. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I I do enjoy a gag reel. Oh, I, I love a gag reel. Yeah. I, I adore a gag reel. Because mm-hmm. if there is a gag reel, usually it means that when they were making the movie, they had fun. Yeah. And when things got messed up, they had fun with it. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't just frustrating. They weren't just trying to get through the shoot and get through the day and just get their paycheck. Like, they're just, it was fun on set. And they mm-hmm. were being silly. And then they captured it. And then everybody signed off on that being included in the credits. Right. Like that. And it, it, it definitely feels like, at least some of the time, all of them were into it. Like, yep. they were into the training. They were into being physical. They were into making a silly, fun movie. Yep. Which, as a 17-year-old girl, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is great. This is badass. This is dumb. Yeah. But there's, like, explosions and she's leaning over Drew Barrymore to fix the intercom speaker at the fast food place because she's also a fucking tech genius. Yes, I did enjoy... That is just, like, a... Like, it's just a, such a little thing that Lucy Liu does. Um, yeah, that's just a very cool... Like, yep. oh, this isn't working. I'm going to fix it because I can. And they obviously speak every language. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, they're, they're, I, I like that. I love that capable, but still like sassy, but still nice, but still like, and they all mm-hmm. seem to be having fun and I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that um, we've been talking a little bit about kind of looking at movie, older movies through um, like a more adult lens and kind of really being able to pinpoint where there's um these really upsetting and um unnecessary unhelpful moments yeah pinpointing problematic areas of the movie but you know yeah like you said you were 17 when this came out i was um 19 or 20 and um it was nice to see three women kicking ass it was yep. not what you saw in the theater most of the time yeah like it's it's like a buddy cop but it's all women and mm-hmm. one of them's a woman of color and they're 
also physically badass and also technologically badass and also everything badass and they get themselves out of scrapes and they save yep. other people and and it, <laughs> I'd forgotten that he does like Charlie does explain the plot of the movie to them in the end yes which is hilarious because they just did all of it they just did the movie but he still feels the need to mansplain it to them yeah yeah he really does <laughs> and I understand he's trying to explain it to the audience although it's not that complicated. It's we not didn't that need it. We were there, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Amber, what would you rate this movie on our rock scale? Is it regrettable, outstanding, crazy balls, or okay? I'm not going to complain about the rock scale this time. Thank you, Amber. No, I am going to complain about it. So, the problem is, uh-huh. I want to give this like it's 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 K. Yeah. But it definitely has craze balls elements, sure. and that's 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 the problem with the rock scale. Like if I can't call it craze balls because other movies are craze balls that are clearly superior. But I don't want to say K and just be like ah, but pass this one by. But maybe you should, if like what we described isn't something you're interested in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, that's why you can pick more than one and qualify it, Amber. You gotta well, start then somewhere. Why don't we just have like a mid level in between craze balls and K? Because we need to spell out the word rock. Amber, because this is called Bad Movies Rock. It's not Bad Movies Rock. You've been hearing yourself. You've been hearing the insanity that came out of yourself just now. Yeah, the insanity was not using the rock scale. I agree. You might have defeated me. Um. So yeah, I I agree. This movie, this movie's K with some fun crazed balls moments, um, and some very very problematic pieces. That again, it's so frustrating when there are movies like this that you literally could cut out 10 seconds of the movie and take away all the problematic like the really problematic bits and you wouldn't hurt the movie at all and but they included it anyway so like they really felt that that was okay so that's very gross yeah and even if you want to argue that oh they're not that problematic okay but if there's even a question of it, why leave it in the movie if it's completely gratuitous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And when is Brownface ever even a little bit okay? Yeah, Brownface is just don't do it. Yeah. Do, don't even have to talk about whether or not it's okay. Just just listen to me when I say just don't. Mm-hmm. Hey, Megan. Yes, Amber. You gonna ask me to do a nappy story? Uh, sure. Do you want to do a nappy story, Amber? Nah, because I know which one you're gonna do, and it's the one that I was gonna do. Why don't you do the other one? Well, you do the other one. I'm just I don't even do know it. what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> hey, Megan, do an anatomy story. Excellent. So um, actually, Amber may be doing an anatomy story as well, because we um, carpooled up to Vermont uh, this past weekend to go to the Champlain Valley Fair, which is um, a delightful fair that Amber and I have been both going to since we were knee-high to grasshopper, although completely unbeknownst to each other until six years ago or so. And um, we car pulled up with my brother and Abby. And so there's plenty of Abby time in the car. Um, and I was sitting sitting in the back with her at some point, And I was feeding her goldfish. And at some point, my finger kind of got a little bit in her mouth. And um, she didn't really bite me. But she, um, <laughs> she, she said, oh, I almost chomped your finger. And I said, yeah, you, you almost did. And then she said, can I chomp your finger? And I was like, no, I don't want you to chop my finger. Please, can I chomp your finger? <laughs> and I said, that's a very nice way of asking, but no, you may not chop my finger. 
pretty please can I chomp your finger? <laughs> it was just... And apparently Dan had taught her uh, pretty please um, a few days ago, but she hadn't actually pulled it out until the very important moment when she wanted to pretty please chop my finger. She was asking so politely. So nicely. I should have let her. You're right. I know. Now she's going to think pretty please doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a good moment. That's not the moment I was thinking, but I'm, I'm very glad you brought that up. Yep. I was so that was on the way up. Yes. On the way down, mm-hmm. she plays I Spy. Yes. Um, and she decided that she was going to entertain herself and play I Spy with herself. So I'd heard her say a couple of times, you know, I spy something green, a tree, to herself as mm-hmm. she's gazing out the window. And then I hear her start, I spy with my little lie, something green. And then she turns to the interior of the car. Do you want to guess? Say it! (laughs) All of a sudden, it was very much a demand of... (laughs) Say it! Uh, It Okay, baby. Um, uh, Sure, tree? Grass? I don't know. That house? I am done entertaining myself. It's on you. Mm -hmm. Say it. It's so cute. She's smiling the whole time. Yeah. She's adorable. Adorable baby. Seemed to be an adorable big sister. Very soon. Very, very soon. Very, very, very soon. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Amber, do you have a recommendation for our fine listeners? I do. Let's do a connected recommendation. Sure. Lucy Liu is great. Absolutely. There should have been more Lucy Liu in this movie. 1,000%. If you are hankering for Lucy Liu. Always. I suggest you head over to Elementary. Yeah. That is a great show. It is a great show. We watch it together. Mm-hmm. It is a CBS show, so it's a bit of a pain in the butt to watch unless yeah. you don't mind watching it after it's already aired. So it's mm-hmm. on, on Hulu right now. Correct. I think it's yeah. at oof, like five, six seasons. Yeah, and the whatever the last season is has been aired already, but it is not yet on Hulu. Yes. So it's it's mm-hmm. a longer running show than I usually recommend, and it but it is about to end. Yep. Or has ended. Mm-hmm. And... It came out around the same time as Sherlock did. And I believe yes. CBS approached the Sherlock creators about doing an American version of it. And they said no. Oh, interesting. And so they went ahead and kind of made their own thing. And I'm really, really glad they did. And I think a lot yeah. of people, because it came out around the same time, like, ah, it's derivative. Uh, it's it's already being done better at BBC. And mm-hmm. they made it their own thing in a lot they of ways. They really did. Yeah. The One BBC. Being, sorry. The BBC version is a whole different thing than elementary. Like it's, it's, the seasons are three episodes long. Um, they're very, they're very good. And I I do love uh, Sherlock, but elementary has done some different things. One thing being that Watson is Joan Watson and it's played mm-hmm. by Lucy Liu. Yes. And that the relationship between Watson and Sherlock actually begins in New York in a brownstone. And she enters his life as an addiction can't remember a sober companion i believe is what she's called because he's just gone through rehab after a heroin addiction Mm -hmm. and so they have conversations about addiction and living with addiction and day-to-daying with addiction and then she decides to not only be his assistant she becomes his partner Mm-hmm. He trains Absolutely. her to be as astute as a detective as he is. And she mm-hmm. is a detective in her own right. And she is badass about it. And yes. 
they talk about any number of things on the show and mm -hmm. and have these fantastic normalizing conversations that aren't presented as normalizing conversations. Mm -hmm. um, they talk about uh, depression. They talk about concussion syndrome. They talk about, um, yeah, different mental health. They talk um, about things. autism. They have mm -hmm. trans characters. They have polyamory. They have, mm -hmm. like, it's... Their Mrs. Hudson is a trans woman, and she only shows up in, in one, maybe two episodes, and I'm so sad about it. But... Just, that made me so happy. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's, that made me so happy. Yeah. And it's all and she's done a muse without. And it's, oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. And it's all done without, like, they're not trying to just pat themselves on the back for doing Look at us. We're so special. Things. Yeah. yeah. We're being inclusive. It's like, nope. That's just <laughs> how just, it is. That's just how it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, 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 it, I do enjoy that. And of course, it. The, the, the storylines and the mysteries do become ever more convoluted and ridiculous as the seasons progress. But yeah. then the centerpiece becomes the relationship between Joan and, and Sherlock, which mm -hmm. is also never, ever, 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 ever sexualized. Which is so fantastic. Like the first thing one would think, oh, they've... I mean, I would say that the Sherlock relationship... Um, the Sherlock Watson relationship on the show Sherlock is more sexualized than this relationship is. I would like, agree and, with that. And there's always like, oh, are Sherlock and Watson a thing? Um, and I thought, you know, one would think that making one of them male, one of them uh, female, that they would automatically, oh, they're definitely sleeping together. It's never, ever a thing. Nope. And I feel like in Sherlock, BBC Sherlock, He's essentially asexualized in most ways. Yes. He, he does not yep. pursue romantic relationships because he's too, you know, in, he's he's too evolved, mm -hmm. mentally speaking. Yeah. Which is this, a dangerous trope, but anyway. Yeah, I don't love that. This Sherlock is highly sexualized. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. he, he is very free with, like, sex. Sex is a thing you do. It's a physical need. It's cool. Like, he has multiple sex partners and mm -hmm. sometimes at a time. And he asks Watson about her sex life. And it's great. Mm -hmm. they are never, ever, ever close to being a couple themselves. Yeah, but there's never, yeah, there's never an almost kiss. They are two people kiss. who love and respect each other very, very, very yep. much. And I love seeing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's wonderful. But just the character that Lucy Liu plays is is great and self-prepossessed mm -hmm. self self and, and just wildly intelligent, wildly capable, and a good partner. Not mm -hmm. assistant, not underling, not right. desperate foil, to right. Sherlock, and I really like seeing that. Yep, absolutely. I agree. I agree, Ember. I'm glad you do. Oh, we're supposed to have more conflict on this show. Oh. Uh, I still agree with you, though. Okay, let's get to your recommendation, and then maybe I can disagree with you. Okay. Um, one thing is that I watched Fleabag under um, TJ's recommendation, and he's right. It's, it's a beautiful, sad, funny, like three hours of your time so absolutely one should watch that um okay i can't disagree with that let's move on to the next thing mm -hmm. the next thing is that i have been rewatching uh the good place oh god damn it woman <laughs> um so uh season three i believe now is on netflix um i know i have watched season two or at least parts of season two before but i'm kind of rewatching season two to get ready to watch season three um what a delightful funny creative show i love that show mm -hmm. i mean it's sure so that's not surprising mm -hmm. but 
oh, it's so clever and it's so good and it's so well cast and it's so funny and it's so clever. Mm-hmm. Prominent people of color, not just being sidekicks, like very much center of the show. Um, super interesting idea um, that these folks are in the good place and um, then they're trying to figure out what their lives are now that they're in the good place. Mm-hmm. It's it's their afterlife. Mm-hmm. It's their afterlife. Um, and it's, you wonder how they'll keep it going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And by the end of the first season, you're like, okay, then what? And at the end mm-hmm. of the second season, you're like, okay, but then what? Mm-hmm. They they have a plan, and it's, it's going to end after four seasons, and it was always intended to end after four seasons. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I have to I have to wholeheartedly agree with you by interrupting Yay. you. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So that is on Netflix right now. Yes. First three seasons are on Netflix. If you watch yeah. it on Hulu, they remove the episodes. And yeah. I, just, I can't keep up with that shit. And that's why I think I've only watched like different pieces of the second season so i wanted to make sure to watch it all yeah you were just saying that they were in the middle of of live acting the the trolley experiment oh my goodness yep (laughs) 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 yeah yeah it's very good um so amber uh let's finish up this podcast how we always do oh yes do i'm really excited about it i love this this is my favorite part of every episode great so you know how there was lots of like dancing and fun and charlie's angels i want to remind our listeners to just dance it out dance the crocodile rock y'all oh what ew no i did that didn't even make sense dance it out dance the crocodile rock that's not even how the song goes yeah doing the crocodile rock amber no no one is doing the crocodile rock there were no crocodiles there were no animals except for a freaking pygmy nuthatch that wasn't a pygmy nuthatch according to imdb mm-hmm. i don't like this i don't approve of this message and i won't end on it madam all right bye amber bye megan